millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Good afternoon. This is Brooke Howard with The Daily Beast. It's Tuesday, December 1st, and these are the top stories the Chi team is watching right now. Even a global pandemic won't stop the Trump White House from hosting a holiday party. Scratch that. The pandemic won't stop them from celebrating with multiple parties indoors, even after a series of officials in the administration have tested positive for the virus. The Washington Post reports that the outgoing Trump administration is scheduled to hold, quote, more than a dozen indoor parties at the White House this winter, despite public health officials discouraging people from gathering indoors. But maybe the White House thinks that they have a plan that will keep people safe or something. The spokeswoman for First Lady Melania Trump says that there will be, quote, smaller guest lists, masks will be required and available, social distancing encouraged while on the White House grounds. However, those requirements apparently are not being enforced. Two officials told the Washington Post that they had a party on Monday with some maskless attendees. The Republican Party is reportedly footing the multi-million dollar bill for the parties. Several top White House officials, including the president, First Lady, Chief of Staff, and Press Secretary, tested positive for the highly contagious virus after a September outbreak. Maybe they feel like they're immune now. Georgia is five weeks out from the January 5th runoff election that will decide which party controls the Senate, and hundreds of thousands of voters have already requested mail-in ballots. More than 940,000 absentee ballots have been requested. For comparison, Over 1.3 million absentee ballots were cast in the presidential election. Meanwhile, the New York Times reports a growing panic among the GOP in Georgia that President Trump's escalating attacks on Republican Governor Brian Kemp could depress turnout in January. The president has repeatedly accused Kemp of not doing enough to help him overturn the state's election result. But something tells us that that is not Kemp's top priority at the moment. Trump's ex-cybersecurity chief, Christopher Krebs, suggested on Tuesday morning that he will pursue legal action against Trump campaign lawyer Joe DeGeneva for making an alleged death threat against him. Krebs was ousted last month as the Trump cybersecurity chief when he said that this year's presidential election was secure and not rigged. Of course, this did not make President Trump happy, as Krebs' claims completely contradicted the narrative that Trump was spinning. Meanwhile, Krebs has continued to publicly debunk the president's baseless conspiracy theories about widespread voter fraud. On Monday, DeGeneva made an appearance on Newsmax, a pro-Trump outlet where he targeted Krebs and called him an idiot. He also said, quote, that guy is a class A moron. He should be drawn and quartered, taken out at dawn and shot. But now, DeGeneva insists that his comments should not be taken seriously as a death threat or violent call to action against Krebs. Instead, he says that his comments were, quote, obviously sarcasm meant in jest. Right. Prison inmates' names were used to fraudulently file 21,000 unemployment benefit claims in California, 
and the state paid out $400 million as a result. The amount is nearly three times what was initially reported last week when officials announced that $140 million was paid for unemployment in the state. The state reportedly did manage to block an additional $80 million in claims. But here's a weird twist. Among the inmates who had an unemployment claim filed on their behalf was Scott Peterson, convicted of the 2002 murder of his wife and unborn son. According to the San Diego Union-Tribune, authorities have not made any arrests in the case, but do not suspect any inside involvement. Speaking of people being in prison, President Trump's kooky and not-so-professional personal lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, has reportedly discussed with the president a preemptive pardon for himself after Trump leaves the White House. Giuliani has yet to be convicted or charged with a crime. But last summer, the New York Times reports that he was under investigation for his business dealings in Ukraine as part of the scandal that led to Trump's impeachment. Currently, the former New York City mayor has been working around the clock to overturn the presidential election results in a series of haphazard lawsuits. Giuliani has denied the Times report. This just sounds so... weird. One part of the mystery of Utah's monolith may have been solved. We still don't know how and why it randomly appeared in the desert, but one man says that he saw the 12-foot steel structure be removed. Ross Bernard said that he was visiting the monolith on Friday night with some friends when four men arrived and pulled the structure down. Lucky for us, one of Bernard's friends was able to capture the scene on camera. Bernard's told the New York Times that the men started shoving the monolith from side to side as they tried to uproot it, and he overheard one of them say, quote, this is why you don't leave trash in the desert. Bernard recalled that the men broke the structure apart and carried it off in a wheelbarrow. He said that as they walked off with the pieces, one of the men said, quote, leave no trace. Hmm. Sounds like the beginning of an alien conspiracy to me. That's all for today. Check back every weekday morning and afternoon for more of the news you need to know. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.